Hi everyone, this is Nellie. Thank you for tuning in. This is my phone ministry, song, scripture, and my thoughts. Today is May 2nd, 2021. And once again, I thank you if you're tuning in. I, I just want to say that I am still learning how to do these recordings um, from my phone and I'm using earbuds and I apologize when I play these back. There's a lot of background noise um, from my earbuds, but I am going to just trial and error. I'm going to keep keep trying until I get a uh, get the hang of it. Also, I am um, staying on too long and I and I apologize for that. I believe I'm having to split these up into two podcasts or three. The last weekend I had to split it into three. And after saving, uh, I wasn't able to go back or I don't know how to go back and edit some of that to where um, I hope nobody got confused with all that. But I have titled last week's messages as part one, part two, and part three. So um, it, as, I, as I go along, I'm just going to try to, like I said, figure it all out. Well, and today's song, I'm just going to name the song and the artist for you to go back and listen to. And today's song will be Purified by Michael W. Smith. And I hope that you go back um, after listening to today's message and uh, play that song with lyrics. And I always ask that uh, when you do that, that you sing directly to God's ears. Um, and when the tears are flowing, you've really made that connection with God. So it's very important just to remember to sing to his ears. All right, so I am going to uh, talk about the Apostle Peter a little bit today. And I mentioned he was the one that had denied the Lord three times. And the Lord uh, made him his um, number one apostle. So, again, it doesn't matter you know, what we do in life, the Lord, the Lord is still going to use us for a specific calling. So I hope that together, you know, we can continue on and learn and just learn together. And so I'm going to start just by giving a brief description of the Apostle Peter. Again, he is the uh, apostle that had denied Jesus the three times before his crucifixion. And he, when Jesus asked him, or Jesus asked all the apostles who people say he is, and um, they had mentioned um, that people were saying that he was Elijah, um, that he was uh, another important um, prophet. They just didn't really know who, who he, um, they were just saying who, who they, who other people, um, thought that he was. But Peter was the one that actually said, you are the Christ of God. You are the son of God. And, uh, Jesus said, you know, surely uh, the Father is the one that revealed that to you. And I'm thinking that I actually read that today because I'm in the book of Luke. And it went, it's when he he um, sends out the apostles to do his work. And 
he asks the apostles, I'm trying to find it here, and I, I had it earlier, and I apologize if I'm if hearing me um, turn some pages. So I'll go ahead and um, read that little section on Peter. Uh, it's found in Luke chapter 9, verses 18 to 20. And earlier I was reading from the New American Standard Bible and currently have the New International Version in front of me. So I'll read from the NIV today. Uh, Peter declares that Jesus is the Messiah. Uh, verse 18. Once when Jesus was praying in private and his disciples were with him, he asked them, Who do the crowd say I am? They replied, Some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and still others, that one of the prophets of long ago has come back to life. But what about you, he asked, who do you say I am? Peter answered, God's Messiah. And so he ends up telling um, Peter, I believe in a, it must be in a different um, gospel, and uh, I have been saying, um, that you need to read the f four Gospels, uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, in order to get the complete picture, because every every Gospel gives a little more information. But uh, he does tell Peter that um, the Father uh, must have revealed that to him. Another important um, thing to remember, if you've been tuning in, is Peter's the one that... Um, stepped out of the boat in faith when Jesus was walking on the water. And then, you know, it was really stormy, and uh, he took his eyes off of Jesus for a second, and he started to sink once he, once he lost uh, faith. And so he, he's just listed as, as um, having, having um, messed up, I guess, so to speak, but also having faith and, you know, uh, and Jesus, um, like I said, he, he's uh, the apostle that really spreads the word of God once Jesus um, sends his Holy Spirit upon all of them. And, and um, just, you'll have to go back and listen to my messages, but Peter, Peter is um, mentioned quite a bit in the New Testament. He did write a couple of books in the New Testament, 1 Peter and 2 Peter. And I thought that I would start with the um, with Peter as he is um, the number one apostle of the initial first 12 apostles. And um, after I talk a little bit about Peter, I'm going to um, go into some scripture regarding the apostle Paul. Paul. And I'll give background on him at that time. So I'm going to try to keep this uh, at 20-minute podcast. So I'm going to start with chapter 1 in First Peter. And I'm going to give you my thoughts along the way. And then just kind of tell you uh, where my thoughts have been today. Okay, so First Peter chapter 1. Again, I'm reading from the New International Version, which is the NIV Bible. Okay, chapter 1. Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ to God's elect, 
I remember this is Peter writing this book. He writes to God's elect, exiles scattered throughout the provinces of Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, Bithynia, who have been chosen according to the foreknowledge of God the Father through the sanctifying work of the Spirit to be obedient to Jesus Christ and sprinkled with his blood. Grace and peace be yours in abundance. And, uh, you know, pause. They, um, I, I probably didn't pronounce those cities right, some of them, but the, um, it, he just says, you know, we are chosen. Uh, at verse 2, we have been chosen according to the foreknowledge of God. Uh, God's already wrote our story. He, he's, if you're listening, he's chosen you to listen. He's chosen you to start learning about God. He's chosen you for, for a specific mission in life. If it's just teaching and preaching to one person who would never otherwise ever hear about Jesus, you could be the one that could, um, enlighten that person about Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Okay, and then it does talk about, you know, how the Holy Spirit does sanctify us. Once you start your walk, it's not an overnight sanctification. It's it's a process, and He just starts with you. If you continue your walk with Him, and um, where He becomes alive in, in working in your in your heart, he starts to the sanctification process, the purification process, uh, and then that that does end to be obedient to Jesus Christ, because you are sprinkled with His blood. He shed His blood on that cross for you, for me, for all that believe, all that can can um, give their lives to Jesus Christ, and and say, He is our Lord and Savior. And it's, you know, uh, it's not just whoever believeth in him shall have everlasting life, but whoever believeth in him from their heart, from their heart, that you believe everything he did, everything he's going to do, um, and get that um, reality uh, and truth in your heart, out of your mind and into your heart. Okay. Verse 3, praise to God for a living hope. Praise to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance that can never perish, spoil, or fade. This inheritance is kept in heaven for you who through faith are shielded by God's power until the coming of the salvation that is ready to be re revealed in the last time. So pause. There's That's just jam-packed full of so much. Uh, go back and read First Peter chapter 1. It's just, you know, he just says he, we're given a new birth. When we give our lives to Jesus and we become born again, we are actually living a new life. Um, and there's just, you know, I can't imagine that anybody's gone through life without, without knowing Jesus and has done everything right. Because up until the point where you need a Savior to save, your, save, save us from what, we've, what we were, what we've become... And, you know, 
that we have a Savior that forgives us and gives us a new beginning. And Peter, he would know, you know, he he was with, he was one, the, one of the two brothers that got called as the first apostles. Peter, I mean, he, he was with, he was there. He was there and he's sharing his experience. Um, and then, you know, he talks about how, yes, uh, our inheritance is in heaven. And, um, you know, people inherit money or whatever here on earth. But our inheritance, our inheritance is inheriting a place in heaven with our God. Doesn't get any better than that. Um, and then in verse 5, who through faith are shielded by God's power until the coming of the salvation that is ready to be revealed in the last time. And in the last time is when he comes back on the clouds. And um, I do believe in the rapture. When he comes back and he raptures his church and we, we're able to see him on the cloud, be with him on the cloud, that's the last time that, 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 Jesus, that uh, Peter excuse me, is referring to in this, in this verse. Okay, so verse 6, In all this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while you may have had to suffer grief in all kinds of trials. Okay, uh, can anybody lift their hands up? That's happening to them. My hand is lifted up right now. Yes, going through my own trials. But he says, because of our place, our inheritance in heaven, because of that promise, you know, that we will be with him for eternity. Just because, you know, we are going through grief and trials and all of that right now. It's only for a little while. So that's why it says, in all this, you can greatly rejoice. Verse 7, these have come so that the proven genuineness of your faith, of greater worth than gold, which perishes even through refined by fire may result in praise glory and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed so pause each trial that we go through if we let it if we don't you know get upset these trials can make us um, can can um, strengthen our faith it will make us genuine faith followers of Jesus Christ because nothing that happens any none of these little trials and tribulations will shake us off off of our deep rooted faith in our Jesus Christ um, and it is worth more than gold it is priceless priceless and we do have to go through the refiner's fire to get us to that place where um, our faith keeps growing and growing and growing and growing. Never stops growing until we've reached the full measure. Okay, so verse 10. Concerning this salvation... The prophets who spoke of the grace that was to come to you searched intently and with the greatest care, 
trying to find out the time and circumstance, circumstances to which the Spirit of Christ in them was pointing them when he predicted the sufferings of the Messiah and the glories that would follow. It was revealed to them that they were not serving themselves but you when they spoke of the things that have now been told you by those who have preached the gospel to you by the Holy Spirit sent from heaven. Even angels long to look into these things. So do you see? Do you see what Peter's saying there? He's saying that, you know, all the prophets from the Old Testament, they, they prophesy of the Messiah, the, the, that the Messiah would be born, uh, that the Messiah would suffer. Um, and um, then now we're in the New Testament where, where Jesus, that he has come and he has suffered and he, he was buried and he, and he was, was crucified, buried, and then he rose again. I mean, these are all, um, he's just saying, uh, um, these things are now being told to us by the apostles that, wit that were the witnesses. So then it goes on um, to be holy, verse 13, and I'm just about done here, because I'm only going to read through chapter 1. So therefore, with minds that are alert and fully sober, Set your hope on the grace to be brought to you when Jesus Christ is revealed at his coming. That's so important because we've got to stay alert. We've got to stay sober. And um, be, because we don't want to miss it. The, the Jews at the beginning of the New Testament, they were... They knew the Old Testament front and back. But they totally missed it when the Christ was born. They totally missed it. So this generation, us, or our, um, our grandchildren and, and great-grandchildren and the generations to come, um, we don't want we don't want to miss his return so we don't want to we want to stay tuned into the holy word and we want to stay sober and we we um we just don't want to miss it i'm not saying that the people from the you know the people that missed it weren't sober <clears throat> but they missed it they they still don't believe that christ has um come back has been um, that he came to be born of the Virgin Mary and that he, this had already so anyway we don't we just want to make sure that we don't miss it that we don't miss what he's doing today okay so verse 14 as obedient children do not conform to the evil desires you had when you lived in ignorance. But just as he who called you is holy, so be holy in all you do. For it is written, Be holy, because I am holy. Pause. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, those words are so important to be holy, because he is holy. So he's not telling us, don't be holy. 
keep living in sin. He's telling us, be holy because he is holy and to be obedient, um, to stop following the same evil desires that we once had when we were ignorant, which means before we accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, not, you know, he, it's, it's gone from we, we, we knew he was in our minds, but we hadn't accepted him fully in our hearts. Because when we start accepting him fully in our hearts, it does start changing who we are. We do become born again. It's, it's, <clears throat> you can only, um, what the words I want to say, I guess you can only feel the transformation when you're actually going through it. <clears throat> so if you're not feeling a transformation or any kind of sanctification, Get back into the Word of God and, and, and ask Him. Ask Him for more faith. Ask Him um, what, are, what are the areas that you need to work on. Um, one of the things He did with me is He brought to my mind every single um, sin. Um, and I confessed it and I would repent. And then, you know, he'll, He would bring up something else and then something else. And, and that's part of the sanctification where you have to own up to what you've done. And that's the only way that you're going to, you know, that's the way we lived when we lived in ignorance. And um, He starts to show us the way. He starts to show us Jesus. The Holy Spirit does. And so in verse 17, since you call on a father who judges who judges each person's work impartially. Live out your time as foreigners here in reverent fear. Pause. Now, when he talks about us living here as foreigners, if you've tuned into my other brought, my other podcasts, I've said, we are not of this world. We are living in the world, but we are God, when we become God's children, we're here on the earth to help people come into a relationship with the Lord. And so when he says here, we're just here as foreigners, we really are once we become God's children. Until he comes and raptures us back to him, we're here living in, as foreigners here in reverent fear. And in verse 18, for you know that it is, or you know that it was not with perishable things such as silver or gold that you were redeemed from the empty way of life handed down to you from your ancestors, but with the precious blood of Christ, a lamb with a lamb without blemish or defect. He was chosen before the creation of the world, but was revealed in these last times for your sake. Through him you believe in God, who raised him from the dead and glorified him, and so your faith and your hope are in God. So pause it's um we are just worth so much to god we really really are and um and he did choose jesus to be the chosen one he is the chosen one he's the chosen one of christ he was born in the flesh but he was in in heaven beforehand and um so he, you know, it just says here in verse 30, he was chosen before the creation of the world, but was revealed to these in these last times for your sake. So the apostles, um, he, 
they saw the resurrected Christ and they're able to now let us know of all these things that took place okay and verse 22 now that you have purified yourselves by obeying the truth so that you have sincere love for each other love one another deeply from the heart for you have been born again not of perishable seed but of imperishable through the living and enduring word of God for all people are like grass and all their glory is like the flowers of the field the grass withers and the flowers fall but the word of the Lord endures forever and this is a word that was preached to you and then it goes on to chapter 2 which I will get into next uh, next weekend but it is uh, about purification sanctification obeying uh, being obedient and to love one another deeply which if you love one another deeply you forgive deeply those those of us that are still not forgiving you've got to forgive um, that is the only way that um, your heart is really set free um, is if you've got that weighing on your heart unforgiveness uh, it, you ask the Holy Spirit to reveal what you need to confess what you need to let go of what you need to repent of and and get all of that till you till he creates in you a pure heart a pure heart and I had mentioned at another time that I was going to read a parable try to read a parable each time but I I am just going to stop here and I really hope that everybody's had a great uh, week I hope everybody has a great week coming into next week. I um, I just think, really, we just we just need to keep learning, keep keep listening if you're listening. Um, keep um, send me questions if you need to send me questions. I I I'm. I'll, you know, share whatever I know with you. And uh, I may not get it all right. I'm trying to um, remember from memory things that have happened. But Peter is a great way to, to, to move forward, to listen to his stories, to listen to his words. Um, because it, just remember, he was called to be an apostle and he struggled with his faith I mean these were ordinary people called to follow Jesus and and we are also called to follow Jesus we are called to follow him um, and I just hope that you keep keep tuning in I love everybody, and I hope that uh, the sound quality of this recording was a lot better than the last ones. Um, let me know your thoughts, and I'll keep letting you know mine. I love you all. All the glory to God. Um, keep, keep on keeping on with your, your struggles. Uh, God 
doesn't leave you. He never does. He'll see you through to the other side. I love you. I'll try to come on next weekend. All the glory to God. Much love to all. Bye-bye.